Another significant plea deal. I want to get straight to CNN's Nick Valencia in Atlanta. Nick. Defense attorney for Ken Chesborough, Scott Grubman, tells CNN that we just saw video of Ken Chesborough signing a plea deal with the Fulton County District Attorney's Office. We were under the impression that he was offered a deal, uh, but uh, the source familiar with those discussions happening last night said it was not clear whether Chesborough would take the deal. Uh, but now Scott Grubman telling CNN on the record just moments ago, Ken Chesborough, the alleged architect of the fake electors plot uh, in 2020, one of the uh, key attorneys here in promoting conspiracy theories and uh, widespread voter fraud theories that were not true uh, in the wake of the election loss of Donald Trump has now taken a plea with the Fulton County uh, District Attorney's Office. Make no mistake about this, Dana. This is a monumental win for Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis. She now only not only has one, but two key witnesses against former President Donald Trump. And uh, I'll toss it back to you as we, uh, you know, get to this courtroom underway. The judge now addressing the courtroom. Uh, we should hear the details of that plea agreement any moment now. Do you understand that this is a negotiated plea, which means your attorneys and the state have reached a negotiated recommendation to make to the court? I do. Do you understand that the court is not bound by that recommendation and could sentence you to the maximum penalty for the charges? I do. Do you understand that the recommendation in this particular case as to count 15, conspiracy to commit filing false documents, is five years to be served on probation, a $5,000 fine, and that you are, I believe you're asking the court to treat you as a first offender, is that correct? Yes. I'm sorry, $5,000 restitution. You understand that? Yes. And do you understand also special conditions of the probation is that you commit complete 100 hours of community service? Yes. And that you write an apology letter to the citizens of the state of Georgia? Which I have, yes. Yes. And that you truthfully testify at all hearings and trials involving co-defendants in this matter, that you have no communication with co-defendants, witnesses, or the media until all cases have been resolved against all co-defendants? Yes. Has anyone forced, threatened, or promised you anything for you to enter into this guilty plea? No. It is your decision to waive these rights to enter into this guilty plea because you are in fact guilty? Yes. How do you plead to count 15 conspiracy to commit filing false documents in indictment number 23SC188947? Guilty. Have you and your attorney signed that indictment? Yes. Is your guilty plea freely and voluntary given with full knowledge of the charges against you? Yes. Do you understand that you only have a limited right to appeal this guilty plea? Yes. And do you understand that you would have four years from today's date in order to file a habeas corpus petition challenging the voluntariness of this plea? I do. And Your Honor, the state has, um, in fact, checked and confirmed that Mr. Chesbro does not have any felony convictions at all, so he has no, no criminal history to the state's knowledge. If this case were to go to trial, the state would have shown the following. Between November 18th of 2020 and January 6th of 2021, the defendant and co-conspirators, Donald John Trump, Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani, John Charles Eastman, Ray Stalling Smith III, Robert David Cheeley, Michael Roman, and others entered into a criminal conspiracy to cause certain other co-conspirators, including David James Schaefer, Sean Micah 
Thrasher Steele and Kathleen Austin Latham to falsely hold themselves out as the duly elected and qualified electors for the president and vice president from Georgia following the November 3rd, 2020 presidential election. The objections of objectives of the criminal conspiracy included the following. One, to recruit certain individuals to falsely hold themselves out as the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia. Two, to create false electoral college documents, including a false certificate of vote purporting to have been made by the authority of the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia. Three, to falsely state that co-conspirator Donald John Trump had won all of, the, all of Georgia's electoral college votes. And four, to deliver those false documents to the Georgia Secretary of State, the Chief Judge of the Northern District of Georgia, the Archivist of the United States, and the President of the United States Citizen being the Vice President. The purpose of creating these de and delivering these false documents were to disrupt and delay the joint session of Congress on January the 6th, 2021 by using the false documents from Georgia and other states in an attempt to cause Vice President Michael Pence to violate the Electoral College Act and the United States Constitution. This was part of a multi-state criminal conspiracy to unlawfully overturn the results of the November 3rd, 2020 presidential election in favor of the co-conspirator Donald John Trump, who did not win that election. Specifically pertaining to count 15 of the indictment, Federal laws require the Electoral College documents are maintained in multiple places, including the United States District Court and where the electors met and cast votes. In the Northern District of Georgia, Electoral College documents are maintained in the clerk's office, administrative staff, with other non-case-related documents, including standing orders and orders from the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. Documents maintained in the administrative safe are public records that can be inspected by members of the public and members of the public can request certified copies of those documents that contain the clerk's official seal. Overt acts committed to affect this object of the conspiracy included, but are not limited to the following. One, the defendant created and distributed false electoral college documents to individuals in Georgia and other states in coordination with Donald John Trump for President Inc., also known as the Trump campaign. The defendant provided detailed instructions to co-conspirators in Georgia and other states for creating and distributing these false documents. Three, co-conspirator Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman solicited the director of the Republican National Committee to assist in recruiting persons to serve as fake electors in Georgia as well as in other states. Co-conspirators Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani solicited persons to serve as false electors and provided strategic instructions to several co-conspirators concerning the execution of the conspiracy in multiple states. Five, co-conspirator David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Thrasher Steele, and Kathleen Austin Latham and others met at the Georgia State Capitol in Fulton County, Georgia on December the 14th, 2020, created false electoral college documents that falsely stated that the co-conspirator Donald John Trump had received all of Georgia's electoral college votes and delivered those false electoral college documents to Congress and other governmental entities. State okay, as so we continue to listen in, I want to bring in Paula Reed. Uh, Paula, Final disposition form. if you can just ex uh, Chesbro, explain to our viewers why what we are seeing is, is so significant when it comes to 
uh, not necessarily kind of Cheeseboro, but most importantly, the case against Donald Trump in Georgia. Well, for former President Trump, Dana, this is significant not only because it's the second former member of his legal team to plead guilty in Fulton County, but it is significant for what we just heard in open court. It's what he admitted to, making this far more of a threat than what we heard yesterday from Sidney Powell. In open court, he just admitted to a charge of felony conspiracy, admitting that he conspired with others, including former President Trump, to try to subvert the electoral process. And that is significant that Trump's name was mentioned in this hearing. His yesterday, when another one of his former attorneys, Sidney Powell, pleaded guilty to several misdemeanors, Trump's name was not mentioned. So today, to hear prosecutors lay out those charges and to hear Kenneth Chesbrough admit that he entered into a conspiracy with former President Trump, of Rudy Giuliani and others, that is incredibly significant in the broader context of this criminal case. Now, going forward, Dana, we certainly expect that there will be additional plea deals, but so far, there are three plea deals that the district attorney's office has been able to secure, and in just the past about 48 hours, two incredibly significant plea deals from members of former President Trump's inner circle. Any thoughts when we have someone who's in one of the Paula, I know you spoke, uh, speak quite often with sources inside uh, Donald Trump's orbit. Was this something they expected? I know that they were caught, caught off guard yesterday when Sidney Powell. Uh, agreed to a, a plea deal, including potentially testifying against Donald Trump. What about this case? That's such an interesting question, Dana, because I spoke to them earlier when we were expecting a likely plea deal uh, from Kenneth Chesborough, and they conceded that, yes, okay. this could so, be a problem for the former President Trump if Chesborough and Powell no, uh, testify at an eventual trial. They said the most immediate thing that they believed uh, was a problem for the former president is that his legal team was not going to get what they hoped would be a preview of the Fulton County criminal case. They hoped that when prosecutors uh, put on trial Sidney Powell and Kenneth Chesborough, they'd be able to suss out the weakest parts of this case and prepare a more robust defense for their client. Now that there are two plea deals, they're not going to have that. And that's what I was told was the biggest problem. But, Dana, that was before we heard this in court. So I'm absolutely going to follow up and see what they think, because they were likely expecting something similar to what we heard from Sidney Powell yesterday, which was effectively a, a slap on the wrist. She was pleading guilty to misdemeanors. Trump's name wasn't mentioned. But this, he's pleading guilty to a felony and admitting in open court that he conspired with others, including their client, former President Trump, to subvert the Electoral College process. So this is significant, and I'm going to follow up with them because I bet this, too, caught them by surprise.